0: Hello and welcome to QuickLink Podcast for Monday the 5th of July. It's rest day at Latour time trial day at Girodonna, so we've got a shorter show as we catch up with ourselves after a busy weekend. We do hope you've all enjoyed it. One piece of news today is that the UCI have handed Matteo De Bonis a three-year ban for doping. The former Vinny Zabu rider was tested in February and returned a positive result for EPO. The 25-year-old Italian is banned until the end of March 2024. Vinny Zabu fired De Bonis on the spot and were subject to office and accommodation searches by local authorities, with doping being illegal in Italy. After a second doping case in six months, the team was suspended for 30 days and then voluntarily withdrew their wildcard invitation to the Giro d'Italia. To the racing then, and we'll start with the headline race of the day, the 32nd edition of the Giro d'Italia Femminile. Stage 4 of 10 at the Giro Don in Italy saw the remaining 138 riders face an 11.2km mountain time trial from Fondavale in Formazza to the highest point of the race at Reale Cascate de Toce, 504 metres elevation from point to point, so much of the course in between 7 and 8% gradient. Anna van der Breggen starting the day leading GC for SD Works ahead of two teammates on the podium Ashley Moorman Pasio at 121 and Demi Vollering at 157. Elise Shabby of Canyon Sram was fourth at 236 and Lizzie Dynan of Trek Segafredo at 333. After the first of three waves of riders with gaps in between to allow riders and team vehicles to return to the start, Sarah Casola of Isolmont Primac Vittoria had set the fastest time with a 28.49. That wasn't topped until the second wave when Brodie Chapman of FDJ went with a 28.30, before Grace Brown of Bike Exchange blew them all away the with a 26.14. Several big GC names came close, all of whom went second at one point or another, in no particular order, Leah Thomas, Elisa Longo, Borghini, Catherine Allard, and Marta Cavalli, but none of those came within 30 seconds of Brown. Into the last few riders and Vollering took the hot seat with a 26.03, 11 seconds faster than Brown. mourn Passio quicker at the split, but she shipped time in the second half of the drag up through La Froya and finished with a time of 26.27, third on the day with just Anna van der Breggen to come home. The 2020 race winner, GC favourite and current national, European and world time trial champion, unsurprisingly, claimed her rightful place atop the podium this evening with a 24.57, 66 seconds ahead of Vollering. Her astonishing time up the course saw 12 riders dispatched by the 130% time cut. Brit Lizzie Holden, sadly the fastest of the dozen, who missed out by just 13 seconds. If Vollering's time was the winning one, just two riders would be heading home early instead. Absolutely brutal stuff from Van der Breggen in her final year of racing. The top three on GC Unchanged. Van der Breggen is now 2.51 from Mormon Passio, Vollering third at 3.03, Dinan is back up to fourth. She leapfrogs Shabby. The pair are now at 5.53 and 6.12, respectively. The remaining 126 riders tackle a pan-flat 120k tomorrow in Milan, departing from Parco Lambo and heading to a local circuit around the Carosello commercial district, which they'll complete four times. Other racing on today, then, and in Romania, Alex Guerin of Team Voroberg won ahead of a small group of chasers up the hard category Balia Lac climb on the penultimate day of the Sibiu Cycling Tour. The Frenchman came home 11 seconds before a group of five who were in order: Giovanni Aliotti of Bora Hansgrohe, Fabio Aru of Cubeca next NextHash, Michael Schlegel of Elkoff Casper, Ricardo Zoidl of Team Felbermayr, and Sergei Chernetsky of Gazprom. Aliotti leads GC by 19 seconds from Aru, going into tomorrow's final stage. It's 205.3 kilometres in a huge anti-clockwise loop, heading north out of Sibiu, over five short, punchy climbs before a finish back in the city centre. Elsewhere, Timo Kielic of alpecin Fenix's development team won the Stage 5 Bunch Sprint into Gabrovo, ahead of Mirko Maestri of Bardiani and teammate Ico Bastians on Day 5 at the Tour of Bulgaria. Emmanuel Stark of Continental Team P&S Metal Technic was fifth over the line to seal the GC that he's held since his Stage 2 win, Stark also won the two-day Roman's Footsteps warm-up race in Bulgaria. He took the mountains jersey also at the Tour of Northern Austria this month, so he is clearly in fine form. In some Rainer Foundation news, and please do visit Dave Rayner Fund... .co.uk to find out more about their excellent work. Charlie Page has interviewed Oscar Onley for the Casquettes and Bidons blog. We've heard both of those riders on the show in the past, and we're avid readers of the blog, so please do check that out at casquettesandbidons.com. Sam Walsham bagged a top 15 at Tour de Boulevard de Loudon this evening, 30 laps over a 3K circuit. Lewis Askey, him of the FTJ development team, has been racing around of the MTB World Cup I can't pretend even to know what's going on, but he got himself a top 40 despite starting way down the grid. Morgan Baum was fifth under 23 at the three stage Tour de Pay Rouennais over the weekend. Matty Lewis took third at the RAF Cosford E12 yesterday, won by friend of the show, Jacob Tipper of Ribble Welltight. And Red Walters has gone two from two with another win in France, hands in the air again at Grand Prix Plérin in Brittany. We'll take a quick look at Velo Games with the two mini-leagues currently running. For the women's Giro, our top three are Giro Don, he is 90 points clear of Paul Bennett, with KJ's team in third, a further 18 points back, and in the big bike race across France competition, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, the top three there are Kankaya Samsic on 4,096 points, second place is Best Bravado, 30 points back, and then Metcalf's Mighties, 281 points off the top spot. Matt Ellis is the best place of the voices you've heard on the show previously. He's 14th in our league, three points behind friend of the show, Aldo Cycling, who we all, not very secretly at all, want to beat. Bottom of the pile in 140th place in our show league is apparently Dave Brailsford, with his nine-man team consisting of all eight Ineos riders, plus Wout van Aert. Is that a message from the future? Who knows? We quite admire the commitment to this player's cause, Absolutely top work, top banter. The tour resumes tomorrow, 190.7 kilometres from Albaville, heading southwest through Massif de Chartreuse and the day's only classified climb at Col de Couz, and then the intermediate sprint up the 4k long 4% climb at La Placette before the race rolls onwards to Valence to complete stage 10. Also on tomorrow's show, we welcome back Jez Cox with the 22nd part of his alphabetical guide to road race tactics. Tomorrow is V. We'll be back then with that, the day's results and headlines and anything else thrown up by the wacky world of pro road cycling unless Eddie Merckx tells us that we're being disrespectful. Until then, ride safe and take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Quick Link Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. We're online at quicklinkpod.co.uk and across social media at quicklinkpod. You can support this show by using the code QUICKLINK when you shop with Veloskin.cc for all your chamois cream and skincare needs and also at efswheels.com where UK customers can get themselves a full set of tubeless ready full carbon wheels for under £500. Please like and subscribe, share the show and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.